0: You know, delivering excellence is more than just 18 wheels moving products around the country. Trucking is complex, and its people are passionate. Accommodating a diverse driving workforce, ever-changing regulations, supply chain demands, and new technologies all present their own challenges. But, in trucking, the creative and the innovative succeed. Let's understand the people that drive and support the trucking industry. And welcome to Garner Trucking's... Beyond the Cab. Hello and welcome to another edition of Beyond the Cab. I'm your host, Tim Krolski, and today I'm excited to have a a brand new uh, employee for Garner Trucking, a new member of the management team, uh, Todd Fowler, our uh, sales director. Todd, welcome. Hey,
1: thank you. Thanks, Tim. Glad to be part of it.
0: So, Todd, we, uh, we hired you back in February of this year and gave you plenty of time with, with uh, our uh, retired salesman, Ed McKinley, and uh, I guess I'd like to just start right there uh, and talk a little bit about that experience and that transition, uh, having someone to kind of, um, uh, I don't know so much mentor, but at least kind of guide you through how we do things. Uh, how'd that process go for you? You know, Tim, it went.
1: It really went pretty well. I mean, you know, I've I've obviously had other positions in my you know my career. That's probably the first time I've ever taken a position uh, with an incumbent still in the role. Um, but because the role is so unique with Garner, I think it was really uh, beneficial for me because obviously Ed's working remotely. Um, he knows the process. He manages the process. Um, you know, he was really uh, a great mentor to work with and, and kind of walk me through the ropes and just kind of understand from a day to day perspective, what, you know, kind of what he does and and how he engages customers and how he manages reports and, and, and really it's, it's, you know, beyond just the administrative process, it's also, uh, you know, kind of understanding how he manages his, his sales cycle and, and, and customer engagements as well. So, I mean, it was really beneficial. Um, and like I said, I mean, uh, I couldn't have asked for, a really a better guy to work with because Ed was, you know, Ed was great. And, and even to this day, he's been, you know, available to, to answer any questions or any other, you know, um, situations that have come up, um, where, where I was looking for either a piece of information or maybe where I needed to go to find something. So he's been great. It was great.
0: Awesome. I, uh, um, I, you know, it it illustrates that I think a lot of people when they think about sales, oh, well, it's just talking to people and that sort of thing. It's, you know, there's a, a lot of detail and a lot of time and a lot of behind the scenes that goes into being an excellent salesman. And I think, uh, I, I think you're absolutely of that caliber. So I, I hope that time was beneficial for you. You're, you're uh, coming to us today on the phone uh, um, on uh, much like uh, Ed, who lived down in the Columbus area, you kind of follow that same path uh, down in Westerville, Ohio. But I, I would like right. to kind of step back just a little bit and kind of find out a little bit about your history and, and uh, you know, where, where you went to school and, and kind of take us through, you know, kind of the start of young, young Todd.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, my, my, my mom kind of grew up on the eastern shore of Maryland. My, my, my dad was, was in Ohio. Um, you know, for, for me, I grew up in the Columbus area, so I grew up in, uh, up in Worthington. And I went to high school at Worthington high school, you know, spent basically I've spent almost my entire life in Columbus. I've moved a couple times professionally through my career, but, um, you know, I went to, I went, like I said, I went to high school at Worthington high school and then, uh, which is, you know, in Columbus. And then I went to uh, college at uh, the university of Rio Graham, which is a small school in Southeast Ohio, uh, kind of m- more, more famous for Bob Evans than it really is about the school. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the um you know, the experience was great, and it was a small school down in southeast Ohio, so, uh, you know, I have I developed some friendships that, you know, to this day that have, you know, are still lifelong friends.
0: Awesome. So I, I know that um, um, there's quite a bit of history there uh, in terms of uh, job history and things. Uh, one of the things that I uh, certainly am um, akin to and, and found interest in, um, in your life, is as I have us, uh, my oldest son is a, is a marine. Is that you spent some time in the military as well? What uh, what can you share with us about that?
1: You know, um, I I always felt you know after high school or, or while I was in high school, I always felt I knew I wanted to go to college. Um, um, I knew that was kind of my flight path for my you know to kind of launch my career and for my personal developmental growth. But I also felt like I really wanted to serve the country. Um, and so I made the decision, to, you know, for, for me, my, my personal opinion was if I was going to join the Marines, if I was going to join the service, I was going to join the Marines. And so um, I, I joined as a reservist. So I basically, you know, I went to Paris Island. Um, I, did, I did the whole boot camp process. Uh, and then literally, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people, when they graduate Paris Island, get to go home, you know, before their next deployment, uh, for me, I just got on a bus right from Paris Holland, went right to Cape Lejeune, uh, did my school of infantry training. Um, and then I was able, uh, you know, once I got done with that, then I was able to basically start the winter, the, the winter semester at college. But, you know, I think, uh, for me, I mean, the military experience was just, you know, it, it, it's been a part of who I am, um, you know, throughout my life. Uh, you know, there was, our unit was deployed a couple times, um, I have lifelong friends that that I still talk with to this day that I serve with. Uh, I just think it's a whole different brotherhood. I mean, I was in a fraternity in college, but when you join the Marines, it's a whole different level of brotherhood because it's a whole different level of commitment. I mean, we got deployed for, um, you know, we got deployed for Desert Storm, and as a unit, and um, you know, while we didn't actually get you know, we all wanted to go, but it basically was over before we could even get off the ship and, and uh you know we, we spent probably six months in a contingency status as as troops were rotating back. Um, so you know the deployment was, was not quite uh, what what we you know were were kind of hoping for but you know during that six months or seven months that we were you know together as a unit, I mean you just get tighter and tighter. So that you know that that, that whole camaraderie, that whole um brotherhood and and uh you know that 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 service aspect of it is something that i really appreciate and something that you know uh, i'll i'll carry with me for the rest of my life i mean i see you know it's kind of an unspoken thing i mean you see a marine in an elevator you see someone wearing a hat it's always simplify how are you you know you talk to them so uh you know i appreciate your son serving i mean that's just you know that's outstanding
0: Oh, well, and I thank you for your service as well. I, I, I think it's great. I, I think the one and maybe the only in, in very simple terms, because I hadn't been through it myself, but uh, from what everything I understand uh, in in that time at boot camp, um, that organization in particular, the Marines, uh, they do an excellent job of basically stripping you down to nothing and building you back up to understand that whoever's beside you is the person that you need to protect. And um, I think that probably is the the large reason that that camaraderie exists, even when you do meet someone in an elevator or, or pass someone on the street. Would you agree?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I just remember getting off the bus in Paris Island and, you know, I was a high school graduate. You know, everyone's confident about everything. I was an athlete. You know, I, I thought I knew a lot about the world. But your world changes instantly when you get off that bus when that drill instructor steps on that bus and you get off the bus at paris island and step on those yellow footprints you know that uh your life has changed from from that moment on you know whatever you thought about yourself is gone you you're basically part of a team and um you know you better just get in line and learn and learn how to uh, and learn how to deal yeah Um, you know because it, it it's it's a real you know, it's a, it's an awakening that, that, you know, a lot of people maybe don't get to experience, but it's, you know, you realize basically really how small you are in the world at some point.
0: (laughs) Well, I think it's important to understand for all of us that you can't lead until you learn how to follow. And I think that's, you know, one of the, you know, the, the, the true benefits of joining the military, uh, is you learn that lesson very quickly. What, um, what, what brought you into, what brought you into the, into the trucking industry.
1: Yeah. So when I was, uh, when I was in college, I, I did, uh, I did kind of an internship at a CFS, which is basically a container freight station of warehouse that was, um, you know, basically breaking down containers, um, breaking down air pallets that would come in netted. Um, so then you, you sort everything. Um, this particular CF, you know, location was, um, you know, it kind of exposed me to to multiple sides of of the supply chain. Um, but, but really the, the, the trucking aspect and the freight business was something that I, you know, uh, I, I did two sides of it. So I actually worked in containers, stripping containers, doing the manual work one summer. And then the next summer, uh, I spent time kind of shadowing the supervisor. So it was a really good experience. And it was something that, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of felt like, uh, you know it was something it was a career that i really wanted to take a look at when i got out of college
0: awesome well i'm glad you uh i'm glad you decided to get into transportation so tell me something that's that's true that nobody uh, almost nobody agrees with you on
1: you know that's a that's kind of a tough question i i guess uh, one thing i'll say is you know you got a better chance of uh, winning uh, an olympic medal than you do of winning the lottery lots of uh interesting facts out there but you know uh, I've got some friends. We we kind of banter back and forth, uh, but you know we like to bounce some trivial information off of each other.
0: That's a pretty good a pretty good little piece. And frankly, if, if that if that is true, that's pretty amazing on its own. Um, you know. Cause you know what? An-
1: another thing I'll say about that is is you know uh, you know my daughter, who's only you know who's young, um, you know she came to me with an interesting fact. She she wants an axolotl, and axolotl is like a little salamander type of uh i didn't even know what it was i mean she she knew what it was you know it's a very kind of advanced word for someone that's her age and uh, she came to me with an interesting fact she said do you know that they can regrow their arms and legs if they lose one i was like i I did not know that,
0: <laughs> but you do now. You're all the better for I it. I do. <laughs> I do. So I, you know, I, I, one of the things that I always find interesting, um, just purely from a, a management perspective, and you know, when you bring a new individual into the organization, um, obviously there's a learning curve for not only for the for the individual coming in, but certainly for the organization. And um, I know we, you and I have had some conversations about you know who we are and and um, you know just trying to get to know each other and and um, get better about understanding each other. What would you say that's something that people misunderstand about you personally? You know, I, I
1: think uh, um, you know a lot of people think that I'm I'm a really uh, laid back person and that I, I'm I'm uh, you know um, agreeable. You know, my wife. Sometimes, you know, my wife would probably differ with that. I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty intense person, and I, I'm, I'm passionate uh, about, you know, some of the things that that I like to do, and, and uh, you know, and, and, and I can be, you know, a little bit opinionated, but that's probably one thing I, I, you know, but I've, I've learned how to, you know, I've, I've, after spending basically my entire career of working with people, you know, the one thing that I've you know, um, regardless of how I am, um, as an individual, um, you know, one thing I think has always been uh, a good positive attribute for me is, is I've always felt like, you know, I'm a good listener. Um, you know, I'm a good processor of information. Um, so,
0: that's kind of that. Well, yeah, and I would agree with that statement only, only because I know that again in kind of the short time that we've we've had an opportunity to work together, um, you know, that part of the the processing piece uh, for some some uh, kind of escapes them or eludes them, but. Uh, for someone such as yourself, there's always that that next question, and it's always it's a poignant one. It's one that's important, and it, and it helps you to understand that situation, whatever it is, a little bit better. And uh, certainly, I've kind of I've kind of witnessed that, in, again, in our short time, but. Um, from your from your side of the house, now you know we've, we've talked a little bit about what what, what uh, people may need to understand or know about you. What uh, what do you see as kind of the mechanisms that drive uh, the organization that we both work for?
1: You know, um well, a, a couple things uh, come to mind. I mean, one of the biggest things that come to mind with when when I talk about our organization um, is the culture of the company. I mean, it's a it's a really intimate group. Uh, more of a family. Um, and and I think, uh, you know, um, you know, there's a, work for some bigger, much bigger companies that tend to, you know, tend to maybe not treat their drivers necessarily as, you know, um, you know, Shirley or John, and maybe they treat them as, as, you know, truck 533 or, you know, 788, um, so you know, one thing I you know, there's there's probably a couple of things uh, that come to mind when when I think about our company, um, you know, is the commitment to the people and our commitment to service uh, for the customers. I think those are two uh, really big different differentiators uh, to some of our competition.
0: Well, and that's an interesting point too, because um, even you know, back 25 years ago when I when I first started. Um, the the thematically those were those were still the driving forces then is that that customer service piece is the most important uh out of all the things that that that, that we provide for a customer and that's kind of what keeps keeps them coming back and and uh, appreciating what we do um but yeah it's it's an I, I always love to to ask a question like that because I always think i know (laughs) but it's it's good to to kind of hear from someone else that's kind of coming into the organization and getting a new or different understanding of 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 what we are and who we are Uh, since we're talking about you know kind of organizations are are there are there some organizations that you really uh admire um you know two or two or three different companies that uh, that you really respect and and if so why why do you respect those organizations well, I, I mean, I would
1: say, um, you know, obviously, I, I have a ton of respect for the Marine Corps as 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 an organization and as as a unit, and for you know what what they do for obviously the country and what they do historically, you know, to protect our values and freedom, um, but also you know their commitment to other things like Toys for Tots and and other things like that. You know, I I uh, the the Tunnels to Tower Foundation, I just. I think that that's an incredible organization for what they do not just for you know the military um, you know gold star families and the families that have been impacted uh, but also for the you know the service um, you know the 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 service members you know the police firefighters that that have had you know um, significant trauma in their life I think that's an outstanding organization um, and then you know I, I I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a TV simpleton. I, I don't, I don't have a huge buffet of, of shows that I like to watch. I do watch a lot of Fox news and, and I think as an organization when it comes to kind of what they do and the diversity and, and um, you know, kind of the diversity of the programming and, and, you know, kind of their general thing. I, you know, I, I like to watch it. And I, I think uh, I think they they've done really well in a, an extremely competitive media environment.
0: It's great great answers to those questions I, so in terms of organizations or maybe even in your personal life is there a person that you can kind of point to that that may have um, kind of uh, left uh, left something behind for you or changed your life in some ways or someone that uh, that you know as I ask a question like that that immediately pops into your mind
1: you know I gotta say I mean the first thing that pops in my mind when 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 I think about someone that changed my life it's like like my daughter, so <clears throat> having my daughter was probably, um, you know, was obviously one of the most exciting days of, for, for me and my my wife, but, you know, uh, we were kind of older and, you know, com- in comparison to my peer group, you know, when when we finally had, you know, I've we're putting kids into, you know, middle school and some of my friends are, you know, their kids are getting out of college, so, but, you know, that really changed my life um you know i've i've got you know my my kind of my uncle who also served you know he's a vietnam veteran you know he also kind of you know he's you know when i got deployed he was there for me uh you know just just to to share some some input and and uh you know he and i you know we golf we lifelong friends you know he sends me you know uh something every Marine Corps birthday, every veterans day. Um, so he, he's been a big, uh, he's been a big person in my life as well.
0: Okay. Um, I, you know, I, I often think about these, you know, these type of, uh, situations you had mentioned, uh, the birth of your daughter is kind of a, a life changing moment for you. Is, is there another, uh, situation or event that you can draw on that, that you know, kind of gives some insight maybe as to, to who you are as a person or, or what your character is? Well, you know,
1: I, I think I kind of touched on that a little bit before, um, you know, when, it, when I joined the Marines, you, you know. I think that that whole boot camp experience, um, you know, I really grew up as a person from, from the, from the time I went as a, as a high school college, as a high school graduate, right out of high school, just, you know, no cares at all, you know, to, to basically the, the September that I graduated boot camp. I, I, I grew up so much in those, you know, in that 12 to 16 week period, um, you know it, it 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 changed my outlook on on life and maturity and you know um, commitment so it it definitely uh, was was a life-changing event for me
0: so i know you kind of draw back to that as kind of your the beginnings of your your professional career w- would you say that there's something you you know, kind of wish that that you knew as you got started
1: you know i mean i I remember being being kind of a young professional and and uh everyone you know uh, everyone that you're around that's older than you always says you won't believe how fast it goes and now that i'm you know older and farther along in my career i i still i just i look back and i was like man they weren't kidding this is just you know where did all this time go yeah and you know (laughs) so there's stuff that i you know there's stuff i wish I wish I would have done or, you know, other stuff that you, you know, you kind of, um, you, maybe you, maybe you move it to the farther below on your list. And, and, you know, a, as you get older, you realize, Hey, I got to start, you know, it's time to start checking some boxes.
0: So, is there is there something um, is there something recently that was a box that you needed to check that you actually did check, or uh, do you find that you have more of that stuff that's just kind of stuffed into a box somewhere, and hopefully you'll get to it?
1: Well, you know, I'm, I I still have some stuff in a box that I hopefully will get to it, but there's uh, you know, there was some just some let's just say some home family administrative things that we needed to get done, that we were able to get done this past year. We needed, you know, we needed a, 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 a to pave our driveway. We needed a, a, new roof. Um, you know, but those are all just, uh, those are all just transactional things, but there's, there's other stuff that, uh, you, you know, that, that my wife and I
0: both talked about, you know, we,
1: we need to start making more time for this or this and, and, and get more stuff done
0: so what's what's the one thing you absolutely want to do before you uh you, you leave the earth behind
1: man that's a tough question i guess <laughs> i guess one thing i i you know i want to see my daughter get married and start her life right i want to be i want to be here when when that when when that changes when that happens you know uh
0: um, that's a big thing
1: that that's yeah that's that's probably the that's probably the most important thing i mean it's You know for for us my my wife and i decided that you know because we started late that we were only going to have you know one child and she's pretty much you know she's pretty much our world so um you know we both want to see that for sure
0: absolutely is there is there um something that you could say that you're you're not very good at
1: well i I would say uh if if i had to be self-critical um I build a lot of lists and, and, uh, um, you know, I try to prioritize my task. I wish, I wish I was maybe a little bit better of a handyman. You know, I've got a buddy that's a contractor. He's made his whole life, you know, that he owns his own, he owns his own business. It's always been easy for me to call him and ask him to come over and help me do things. But as I've gotten older, I, I, I do feel like, man, I, you know, I need to learn how to do some of this stuff myself and I've done some of that, but you know, there's always room, you know, to, to learn how to do, to to do more stuff.
0: Sure. I agree with that too. Is there some things you work towards, uh, you know, in, in your free time, uh, um, the hobbies that you, that you enjoy or things that you enjoy doing?
1: Well, you know, I, I really, uh, I enjoy being outside. I, I love, you know, I like to, I like to do yard work. Um, I love to golf. Um, I love to spend, you know, my, uh, we, we love to spend, you know, time with, with, with as a family. Um, you know, I live basically right near my father-in-law and my, my wife's sisters in town. So we like to do a lot of stuff together as, as a family. Um, and then we, you know, like I talked about a little bit before, I mean, we, you know, we have a list of home projects that we're still trying to, trying to check off and, and, uh, You know, my, my wife may say that, you know, maybe I spend too much time watching Fox News instead of, uh, (laughs) you know, um, you know, maybe, uh, where, where I should be, uh, working on refinishing the floor or other, other things on the checklist.
0: There's always a, there's always a list, isn't there? Yes, sir. So from from uh um you know we really haven't touched much on sales and and uh, you know obviously that's the the main function here within the organization and it's been great getting to know quite a bit about you here today. Um, what would you say is um, from a customer standpoint? What's what's one thing that a customer did that you just simply didn't expect?
1: Well, I mean, here recently, um, you know, I was, uh, I I was, you know, and I'm just beginning. I mean, I've obviously been in the business. I've had some long-term relationships with some customers and some other, you know, um, you know, other customers within the industry. Um, But I was really surprised to get, uh, you know, to get an email from a customer basically wrecking thanking almost thanking us for exceptional service and customer service and i mean you don't you know in today's world everything is you know i mean everything is is everyone's busy everyone has a ton on their plate you know the world's on fire basically i mean there's a lot of things going on in this world but for someone to take you know five extra minutes and and be thoughtful enough to to send you know an unsolicited uh positive comment like that, that really, you know, that really, uh, made me appreciate the organization that I, that I work for.
0: That's really kind of cool. I, am nice to hear that, uh, maybe that's not as common as, as what we, what we think it would be. And, um, you know, we do, we do get quite of appreciation from, from our customers and we, we appreciate that, certainly appreciate that feedback. Um, whether it's good or bad, you know, it's always good to know where, where you stand with, with the uh, companies you do business with, Todd, I've got one final question for you, and um, I think it's uh, it's one that I would probably struggle with a little bit in terms of what I would want to put on a billboard. But if if you could put anything on a billboard, what would it be, and, and why?
1: I, I would, you know, what what I would put on that billboard would be, you know, and I'm not taking Nike slogans. I don't, I don't, you know, i, I I forget exactly what their term, term terminology used to be. Maybe it was just do it. Yep. Just, do um, it. but my, my, what I would put on my billboard would be do it now. Don't wait. I, I'll give you just kind of a quick story of why that means something to me is, is I played golf this past weekend with, uh, with a buddy. We always try to make it a point. We went to high school together. Um, You know, we, we didn't go to college together, but we've stayed in touch. And, you know, um, we, we've always talked about things that we want our, you know, in our life as we get older. I mean, he had some young, some fast cars when we were young. And, and so he recently, uh, he recently bought a Corvette, right. And he's not going through a midlife crisis. It's just one thing he wanted to get, but we had a mutual friend that was really close with us who, uh. Made a ton of money, was just really a great guy, but he got he got cancer and he died at you know a much younger age and and my buddy is still really tight with his family, and so it you know he said you know what I was in that showroom looking at that Corvette and I because you saw what Kirk went through he had all the money in the world but he couldn't take it with him and he's like this is something I wanted you know I, I could. I've worked for it. I can afford it. I'm getting it. And I was like, you know, man, good for you. That's, you know, do what you want. Right. And, and you, you saw what happened to our buddy, you know, like you said, you saw what happened to our buddy. And, and, uh, so it, you know, that kind of meant something to me. So you never know what tomorrow brings. So,
0: yeah, so just get it done. Huh? Just do it.
1: Yeah. Just get it. Well, just do it. Right.
0: No one said that, uh, that, uh, Nike couldn't be a bit philosophical about things. I think that's a, a really great slogan. Well, Todd I got to say I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to spend with us and have this conversation and allow us to get to know you a little bit and uh, certainly we look forward to the things that you're going to bring to the table for the organization that uh, that train's already left the station. you've been hard at work since uh, since you uh, came on board even through the training and now um, on your own, I think uh, we really are, are excited to have you here and thankful for the time today to, to get to know you a little bit as well.
1: Well, thanks, Tim. I appreciate the opportunity, and and you know, I'm I'm used to listening to podcasts. I've never been on one, so this is a first for me. So I could check that off my list.
0: There you go. That's off the bucket list, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, and to everyone else, I want to thank you for enjoying another edition of Beyond the Cab.